know you want, but don't get between me and the blood wine. Welcome aboard the USS Boda. This is your captain, not Patrick Stewart speaking. You're listening to Dork Trek. Dorktrek.com. Engage, Mr. Manny. DS9 Season 7. Here we are, the final 10 episodes. This is it. This is it. This is it. It felt like that this is the beginning of the end, right? Like, was it just me when I was mm-hmm. watching this? Like, I felt like impending doom just kind of looming over the whole episode. Yeah. I think, like, even when I looked at the title of this episode, I was like, this is where it starts. This is yep. the end of the whole saga. It's all downhill from here. Or uphill, I guess. Yeah, I, I mean, because it even starts off with, you know, Cisco is showing uh, he's on space zillow and he's showing yeah. cassidy yates like this property that he just bought he's like i'm going to build a house what a great long-term investment and i'm like oh he's gonna die <laughs> <laughs> i plan on retiring here i'm i started getting the vibe of classic trick and gun smoke and, oh yeah totally uh, and uh what was the bonanza yeah where anytime you know because those shows were hardcore episodic so anytime you, st- you know, a main character falls in love or he makes long-term plans. There, there's a great uh, Bonanza podcast right now with Andy what? Daly, with Andy Wait, Daly and Maria Br- Bamford. <laughs> it, it is so funny. There is a Bonanza podcast. Yeah. That yeah. really is a podcast. Because apparently Bonanza is available to watch on YouTube. And so they've they've started watching and reviewing it in these characters that they play, and it is it's pretty funny. That's awesome. That sounds. Uh, Maria Bamford is like this ultra religious person, and it, it she is hysterical. That's I awesome. may not be here for next week's show because <laughs> I think I'm just going to sit and binge this. Is it like audio or is it video as well? It's audio. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, that sounds super fun. Wow, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's um. There, I just, I felt so, it's just, it's almost over. I like the whole episode. Yeah. I was, I was like on the verge of tears, you know, because the first big story, I guess, motion of this is Worf is gone. He's missing. Yeah. They can't find him. I guess there was a big battle in uh, Badlands and the Jem'Hadar done blew up a ship and they can't find him. And I was like, no, Worf. And I was like, no, uh, but, but I've I, seen him in TNG movies. How can he be dead? <laughs> I know he's it took alive. took place before this, though. It wasn't that, Dennis, you dick. It was when Ezri Dax goes into his quarters and you hear, you hear Jadzia. a voice. You hear Jadzia's voice. And it was really fucking with me. No, what got me was before that was when she's at Quark's. And yeah, 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 they yeah. Had that, that. That, conver- that conversation, for some reason, that had to be one of the sweetest things. Yeah. That, that Quark had ever done. He bought a bunch and, of blood wine. He owes me yeah. money. He won't go to Stovacar when he owes me money. And I'm thinking, oh my God, that is, you know, I'm getting it's the, thinking the great river. Yeah. The great river of transactions. It's going to bring Worf back. It's going to, and I was, as I was watching this, Stephanie was kind of watching it with me. And I was like, God, Voyager is going to suck. Because there's not <laughs> any, <laughs> like there's, there's, everybody there is Starfleet. Like they're all, if any of them are missing in action, we're like, all right. <laughs> you know? Oh, thank God. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's, just, it's just the interaction between, like, the, I guess, 
the the regular people in Starfleet and like the I don't know, man. I just kind of made me sad. I, I was just yeah, it's just. Mm. But once yeah. I heard Dax's voice kind of being piped over in the memories, I was like, this is just pull it at my heartstrings i'm so yeah. sad i kind of wish she could have made a special guest appearance like as a like a like force how, ghost yeah like how the uh the murderer guy came and talked to esri like if if jadzia could come back and talk to her and and like help guide her or whatever she's on becker cool. bro she's got becker money coming in i know she, she ain't yeah. messing with that yeah she's like man it's i'm with ted dancing yeah the greatest sitcom actor of all time ted dancing has anybody no, ever watched Becker? Yeah, mm-hmm. I used to watch it all the time. Yeah, is it good? It was it was pretty good. Uh, you know, I I I'll admit I started watching it mainly because she went there. So it was just like, okay, what you leave in Star Trek for that's so good. And then um <laughs> it's like, uh uh-uh. uh Ted Danson, that's what. Yeah, and then Ted it, well, yeah, then it was like Ted Danson and, and he has that, you know, irascible charm about him. And the the black guy from Swingers. Yes. Who's blind blind in the show. Yeah, exactly. And again, that that kept me there as well. And I'm like, cause didn't he also uh God, I hope I'm not racist. Yes. Wasn't he also <laughs> Me too. Wasn't he also on Flash? The, the original now, one? The the T V series. The the old one? Well, yeah. Was I don't know. There oh, was only know. one. I thought he was. God, I I'm so racist. No, are you, are you thinking, thinking of Ed, are, you, are you thinking of Ed Green from Law and Order? <laughs> <laughs> if so, then yes, you're incredibly racist. No, no, I'm talking about the 1990s Flash. Oh, I didn't. Nobody, I don't remember. Nobody remembers. You're man. old Ben. Mark Hamill's the only other person I remember from that show. Yeah. No, but Jenny, I, I said Flash cast, and it, it shows me the Jesse L. Martin. Jenny was, Jesse. you're not telling me. I mean, you don't believe Ted Danson, greatest sitcom actor of all time? Mm, I mean, I don't like. I really don't know him for anything other than Cheers. Dick Van Dyke might have something to say about that. Well, I mean, yeah. maybe, but I would say Ted Danson has lives. has Cheers, right? He's got Becker. He's got Curb Your Enthusiasm that he shows up on every now and then. And then he's got the Good Life show. I mean, that's a hell of a, that's a hell oh, of a, a roster what? there. I, I honestly yeah. forgot he was on that. Yeah. The Good that Place. Show. The Good, yeah, the yeah, Good yeah. Place. I yeah. mean, that's a really impressive resume for a sitcom actor to start like in what, 1982. And granted, he's a man, so his career is going to be a lot you know, longer, but I mean, that's a really he good, can, he can recover from a blackface episode. Yeah. 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 No kidding. <laughs> like, right. Oh no, that yeah. was an episode. That was an event. I yes. mean, that one, oh my God. I don't think Whoopi ever fully recovered from that, but Ted Danza sure did Jack. Yeah. You know, she was just dating him. I mean, oh my <laughs> um, in man. my life, I've never, done blackface well that's I, good I, i've never felt yet urge <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it'll be mandatory never, soon. never say never ben well not now <laughs> do any, that'll that'll be how we commemorate juneteenth in the future you in, didn't do in any trump's america you didn't do any kinky shit with your ex-wife <laughs> no <laughs> jesus christ and i'm sure that's what ted was up to but there's no way oh ben has God. to has to role play as tyrone <laughs> Why you date? Why you married to that white boy for? Let me show you something good. Paint your face and strap this on. There we go. Wow. And she makes you strap something on. She needs that oh. that Klingon dong. <laughs> she needs two of them. Well, I'm drinking Sam Adams tonight. It's a Boston lager, and I'm putting it in an actual Sam Adams glass. You're because... real fancy. 
That's where are they a sponsor now or something? I don't know. If they are, well, I'm not. No, sure. no. The, we we still get that sweet, sweet little Debbie money. Oh Jesus, Ben! <laughs> because little that Debbie, little. she has a cake for you. Are you are you trying Moon to? Not a sponsor. Are you trying to die before election day or something? Do you something? like fudge rounds? <laughs> oh, because fudge rounds will get you round. Rounds. <laughs> oh, but Dennis, I didn't want to forget you this week because <gasps> nutty buddies. Jesus, that, that's you're, one of my you're favorites. my nutty buddy, Ben. Did you? Did you? <laughs> Ben, did you like play supermarket sweep and just go down the little <laughs> Debbie aisle? <laughs> they were three for five. At your oh, wow. That's a good deal. That is a good deal. Oh, three you should have told five. me that. Yeah. Because yeah. I've put on like 20 pounds in the past month and a half. <laughs> <laughs> World ends December uh, 31st. So I hope not. I have a lot to live for. Well, so do I, but that's what makes it suck. That's why. <laughs> Drink it down. Um, now I need to get the booze back. All right, every, like it's just it's an <laughs> epidemic. I will say that this was uh, this scene with Esri in Homeboy's quarters and Worf's quarters was the most I've ever liked Esri Dax. Agreed. Yeah. I just I I just thought for a minute, just for a minute, that she was going to smell a uniform or a pillow the crotch of Worf's uniform yeah oh god well just you know i love that, that klingon taint all four balls <laughs> uh, probably smells nice and fragrant like yeah. right in the spot where they all were all four meat yeah there's there's like a quantum taint yeah. that they have the quad <laughs> yeah you got to have special underwear now, for Klingons, right? Oh, yeah, are, totally. they, are they like... Like udders? Yes. One, two, three, four. I think it depends on how you... you like every are person's is different. It's like your fingerprint. I think they're like in a line. Like the it's balls are on, on, the, on the rich guy's desk. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're so a line. Saying, <laughs> so you can go to, go to... That's what I was getting at is you can go to Wharf and you can just reach on one side, Boink. pull it and drop and it goes... I wouldn't no, recommend it. It, it doesn't go sideways uh, though because that would take up entirely too much real estate. It just goes front like... To back. Yeah, front to back. There's just ah. be careful crossing your legs. Yeah, there's oh, just Jesus. four balls no, lined see, up in I thought, a row. I thought it would be like two, two, two stacks. Right. Yeah, like I think I think like every person's is different. That's a that's an interesting way to look at it because most men's balls are kind of different, right? Like, yeah. are they? I, I would thought, think that they, they're aligned that they're the always, same way, though. Yeah, you got the left ball and right ball. Mine are kind of like. Do you have set? front and back? <laughs> All right, everybody, pull your balls out. <laughs> Jenny, you judge. <laughs> <laughs> Little offset. Um, no, but maybe, but maybe they're like a club sandwich of balls. Like, Generally, one one hangs a little lower than the other. Yeah. For yeah. Most people. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Do they dangle to the floor? Do they? Anyway. But yeah, man, it's just wow. And then back on the station. Well, I guess Esri then gets the great idea to just steal a runabout. I like when you know the Defiant comes back, and you know Colonel uh, Kira meets him at the at the lip at the airlock, and she's like, "Well, you know, she's gone, and there's a uh, runabout missing." How hilarious though was she was she, when she was trying to fake the static on the call? That was generally funny. Like, yeah, that sounded like a dork truck bit. Yeah. <laughs> she really committed to it. Yeah, I was really impressed. <laughs> this is Ew. not going to work, Esri. It's just... <laughs> You're 
we're breaking up. I'm going through a tunnel. It was really awesome. I'm going through a wormhole. Shh. See, this is the future when you don't have paper laying around anymore that you can't right? just crumple. <laughs> yeah. You got to make it with your mouth. She did, and she, again, she committed to the bit, so I really respect that. Most yeah. I've ever liked Esri Dax is this episode. Mm-hmm. This episode. You know, because she went out and she looked for Worf. Uh, and it was just really, I mean, it was awesome. And that bit itself, the, I'm sorry, I can't. And the shot they show back on Deep Space Nine, where it's just Cisco and, and, and Kira looking like, at each other like, what the fuck? How the fuck? She's still doing this it. Bitch. That's the thing is she didn't give up. That was so glorious. I mean, like it, it was like, here's believable. And then I go for another 10 seconds. Yep. Right. Then, That's what made it, honestly. Yeah, you yeah know? totally. Yeah, the timing on that was just perfect. over the top. Yeah. <laughs> now, who's, like, whose personality was that that was making her do that? Because that's not really Esri. Don't you think? And I don't think that's really I, Jadzia either. I think that I, was Esri. That's Esri. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was. She's the kind Esri. of a lovable loser. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine Jadzia ever doing that? I can't. No, she would just come out and say, fuck it. Yeah, exactly. And so, and so, that and so would Curzon. Exactly. So that's why I just really don't think it was any previous host. The was all Esri. Okay. And it's weird, too, because I feel like um, uh, Jadzia Dax talked about Curzon all the time. Mm-hmm. But Esri never mentions him. Ever. Well, yeah, but... Curzon's ex-wife wasn't, you know, on the station. No, but my point being, like, she would always kind of, like, go back to Curzon's memories and Curzon's experiences, and this is what Curzon did, and Curzon did this. But Esri never mentions him at all. Like, I feel like I feel like she's always being kind of compared to Jadzia because everybody knew her so well, and now like she's she doesn't want to talk about Jadzia because she's like, I'm, I'm, you know, Jadzia was this great person that everybody liked. And she's like, nobody fucking likes me. What the hell? Like, I don't <laughs> want to talk about this bitch. I'm my own person. Well, see, she I, also, I, she doesn't have as good a uh, connection to the worm as Jadzia did because <laughs> she wasn't, re- you know, it was kind of forced into her. That's true. She wasn't ready for it. She didn't well, do all the training and stuff to be true. able to access the memories the way that Jadzia could. So. And That's I think true. also is that Curzon was a Dax for several decades, like since, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Cisco was a young man, a young ensign. And Jadzia was joined not too long before this, this you know, the series started. So like 10 years at the most or something yeah, like that. Yeah, she only had maybe a decade with the, the symbiote. Yeah, that's true. Where, right. You know, Curzon had had uh, almost an entire lifetime. So, you know, he had more memories and stronger memories, and the bond was strong. Because over time, that bond with the symbiote has to get stronger. True. So I would think that has a lot to do with it as well. I think all the things that are, you know, all these come together to make that. All right. I think it's, uh, you guys, I, I had my thing, and you guys? Maybe maybe they'll talk about it in that documentary. Maybe. we haven't, I haven't watched it yet, so who knows? I'm excited. It's still on Tubi. I was on Tubi the other day, just tooling around and it's still there in my queue so nine episodes away <laughs> are we going to review that as well i thought we were okay let's make it sure sure i just want to make sure you guys watch it no oh, yeah i definitely yeah, i want to watch it yeah they do make an episode in the documentary yeah it's like a cartoon though right no 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 well 
It's like animated or something. Kind or like of, motion comic. But basically, they, they write an episode. Oh, that's fun. So we, we get to see how the writer's room would break an episode. Mm-hmm. So we, ha- we technically have an episode from season eight to, to review. They that's would fun. go on to a, a chat room and see what Star Trek fans were talking about. <laughs> no, they didn't have to steal from uh, fans. That's Back in those days. CBS All Access just... That's the only one. So this part of the episode made me sad. And then we go back to the station and Cisco's like building the Flintstones house out of like Legos and Lincoln logs and shit. Should I have a wall between the kitchen and the living room? (laughs) Why is that still an argument in the 24th century? Obviously you want that open floor plan. But I don't want anyone sticking their fingers in my pots. (laughs) There's no room for a floating island. And it's the future, so it can really float. And then he proposes to Cassidy, because Cassidy's like, oh, yeah, that sounds lovely. You know, he's like, well, I want it to be our house. And then they get engaged. It's a very, very, very fine house. I was, this episode is just, uh, it's a roller coaster of emotions here. Yeah. You know? I was getting misty-eyed watching these two people mm-hmm. be in love with each other, you know? Again, I had Bonanza vibes. It's like, no, don't don't propose <laughs> it's too late one of you won't make it to the end of the episode and since your name's in the credits we know who it'll be then as and then so then esri has her great idea that she's just going to turn off the power of the runabout and just float on the current of the badlands like the escape pod would do. to kind of simulate the escape pod idea it's generally a good idea but when you start i mean if you think about it from a physics standpoint exactly like the escape pod's a lot smaller than a runabout, so gravity's going to pull it differently than it's going to pull a runabout. Those currents and stuff like that. No, you're right. Significantly enough, though, that you wouldn't at least get in the same general area. I mean, how, like, how far did she drift? That's the thing, you know. Like I would imagine, oh, she drifted pretty far. Tokyo, bro. Tokyo drift. <laughs> Tokyo drift. <laughs> Ray! Ray! She, she had already gone too fast and too furious away from the station, so now she had a Tokyo drift into the Badlands. I'm drifting, bro! What's the fourth one called? Four Fast, Four Furious? <laughs> I don't know. I heard the next one, they're going to space. Yeah, I just saw that ad. Which is oh awesome! Oh my god, that's well, I mean, amazing. I was talking on a podcast today about comics, and like, the audience for... Fast and the Furious, they'll believe anything. So why not fucking go to space? Like, push it as far as the audience will allow you. No one's going to watch this Fast and Furious movie in space and go, oh, this is bullshit. Hey, Machete went to space. Why can't yeah. uh, Fast and the Furious? Just do it. If you have the means and the audience is willing to go along with you on the ride, then just fucking do it. It you seems know? like it's been a while since there's been a Fast and... I guess they had the Hobbs well, ha- well, the one was supposed to come out this year, but the pandemic blew it. So Trump... Oh, really? fucked you up so you can't see the fast and furious movie so vote him out against him yeah (laughs) you know what if if bob woodward knew it was going to be this bad it's bob woodward's fault he should have said something he knew he knew he knew knew knew. i lied he should have said something because he knew i lied he He knew that the fast and the furious (laughs) sequel was going to get delayed because of this he should have said something Bob Woodward. Bob Woodward's never been a fan. He's the president. Bob Woodward needs to be more presidential than the actual president, which is the best argument I've ever heard. We depend on Bob Woodward to be an honest uh, 
broker in this and i i'm just i'm heartbroken yeah bob that bob that dastardly bob woodward <laughs> it's the argument of like a five-year-old well he didn't say anything <laughs> he knew i was lying six yeah. months ago he should have said something he didn't it's it's on him yeah that's the best so it's you're not denying that you lied you cock anyway no i know i know i know i know Yes. Would anybody have listened to him even if he did say something six months ago? No, that's, it doesn't does, matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter yeah. now. It doesn't. It wouldn't have mattered then. Yeah, it, no. you, guy, go to Jonestown. Go to Jonestown and tell everybody don't drink the Kool Aid. There have been cold. people saying for like months and months and months, there's a problem. There's sh shit going on, and nobody wanted to listen. People are still saying that. That's because you can twist science to say anything you want it to say. The science is a lie. They're, they're Only you, Jesus tells the truth. You know why? <laughs> there ain't no such thing as no gravity. You stay on the ground because God said you stay your ass down on the ground. That's where he put you. He made you out of earth because you stay on earth. That's right. <laughs> that, I mean, that's, that logic is sound. You know what ain't sound? That little Fred Flintstone flimsy ass house that Cisco is making, <laughs> taking the roof off and having visions. What a, I, what ring placement though for the for for the for the the question? It was in the model. That was, I don't I don't think that was the ring though. That was just that. I know, that's it. That's it. That's it. That'll that's be it. their cute that's story. It, yeah. To any kids that they have. I Ooh. assume that that was it, right? That's the ring. Like it was there. This was all a ruse. That house is just a very large ring holder. Yeah. That ring was made from material from the camera quadrant. It's very rare. It was very nice. Especially it's, since we've had the blockade. It's, it's made from the remains of a changeling. <laughs> a founder. The one they found in that ship. Yeah, they're like, I'm going to make a ring out of the The Vorta lady scraped some, and then the rest they made into that ring. <laughs> That's wow. cool as shit, dude. It's hard. Let's go, man. He's a sentimental guy. He is. <laughs> always has. He, he's always played sentimental characters. Yeah. And it's, he's going to take a sentimental journey. I was hoping uh, somebody would sing it. Me too. It's That's why. Yeah. Gonna take a sentimental journey. I don't know that song. It's it's a uh, is that Glenn Miller? I think it's yeah. I think it's Glenn Miller. Uh, I think it's Glenn, Glenn Miller wrote. I guess it's not a song if it doesn't have words. But I only know him for big band stuff. It was and for disappearing over the English Channel. I have a 1944 recording by Doris Day. It was written by Les Brown. Okay. And ben what about Horner. more Brown? Uh, no, no, can't have too much Brown. Ben Horner. <laughs> And the lyrics were written by Bud Green. Okay. I see you're also reading Wikipedia. Yes, Ringo Starr covered <laughs> this song. Wow. Bob Dylan, Booker T and the MGs, Ella Fitzgerald. Conway. Booker T? Yes, yeah, with Booker a spin of Rooney? Yes, Bob the rest Dylan of Dylan covered it in Can you dig it? Yes. Hulk Hogan, I'm coming for you, N-word. <laughs> <laughs> it's still one of the best things in the whole world. Do yourself a favor, if you guys are fans of professional wrestling, even if you're just on the fringes of like 90s, there is a clip out there of Booker T, the wrestler, calling Hulk Hogan the N-word, and it's yeah. fucking hysterical. Now when you Google it, Google Booker T, Hulk Hogan, 
Yeah. Don't you don't need the whole thing? Yeah, yeah. Because then you'll get Hulk Hogan. I really wish you had said something. thanks. I'm on my goddamn work computer and I just googled with what you said. Well, then why why are you listening to us for? I spelled it out. I was like, well, it's not gonna find if I say N word. So let me just put a hard R on it. Yeah, hit that hard R. And uh, wow, now I've got this red screen that says I got to talk to HR tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> That's fun. Turn in your badge. And my gun? <laughs> On the desk, slide it over. All yeah. Ben's are bad. You're suspended. <laughs> You're suspended with pay, Ben. Oh, I wish. So I'm on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> yes, essentially. Um, and then we go back to the uh, home, not the Klingon homeworld, even though the architecture on Cardassia and the Klingon homeworld are very similar, very pointy. Uh, well, the Klingon ones those... point straight up and yeah. the, the Cardassian ones have the shark fins. Really? They, well, they kind of, if you look at it, it's kind of like DS9. It's like Tarek Noor. It has yeah. that where yeah. they come up and then point back down. It's very like sharp. some kind of spider angry thing. Talons, like, you know, because they're reptiles. Makes sense. Raptors. The raptors. Um, and yeah, so the boy, Toronto raptors of space. Our boy is hitting the canar really early today. I, he always is. I'm glad that hasn't changed. Yes, I me too. Hate, He's like, he pounded out three shots in that scene. I hate Ducat so bad, but Damar, for some reason, I mean... He, He's great. He, he grew on me so fast. Yeah. And he was mm -hmm. like a nobody minor. Hey, we need somebody in the background to say one line. Yeah. yeah. And now he's, oh my God. He, he's Dean Martin. Like he's drinking <laughs> and like hanging out with hot chicks and like just macking. Uh, that, uh, that female changeling didn't look so good before. I got to <laughs> drink a few more of these canars. It's real cold around here. Got to warm up and, my bones. And, well, what was the <laughs> sass when, you know, uh, What's his name? Leaves the room and he's like, Rrr. "Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like, awesome, yeah. dude." Yeah. I'm... Oh my god! It's my favorite Cardassian. Oh, he's the best one. My favorite Cardassian. He's just there. To... <laughs> that's including Garrick. That's a great sitcom. Oh no, not better than oh, Garrick. Wow. No, that's. Look at my face. I haven't seen Garrick in a long time. He was in the last episode for like two seconds. So. I don't want to. I uh, never mind. I'm yeah. gonna go spoil that for you. There's a Demar thing that's just. De, de, he's good, man. He's drinking. He's he's whoremongering. Like he's just straight up. I mean, he's Dean Martin. It's perfect. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, think yeah. they could have made that uh, Cardassian lady a little bit better looking. Like they didn't do her makeup really well. I don't. Whatever. Think. She was in the scene for like two seconds, and she's just there so Gold Ducat can show up. Be like, get out, ho! And she's yeah. like, oh, I'm sorry, Gold Ducat, get out of here. Good to be uh, the king. It is. But then we're, but before we get that far, then we have the scene with Benjamin where he asks his son Jake to be the, um, the, the best man. man. And I know this feels like we're just shotgunning, like boom, 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 event, event, event. But that's the way, that's, the, epi yeah, that's yeah. the way the episode's laid out. It's just like, we got to get all this in. Yeah, and and that's how you know. That's how you know that this is going to carry on over several episodes because whenever they do that, it's like, here are the threads that we're kicking off. And these are going to like go yeah. off and then come back together later. It's like, there's no way they're wrapping this up in time. Yeah. It's like, oh. I'm hoping there. Well, also, it said part one in the episode title. So, Jenny's right. Did it? <laughs> yeah, it yeah. did say part one. I'm hoping the 
bachelor party, the bachelor party threat I'm hoping turns into like a weekend at Bernie's thing. Where somebody <laughs> dies and he's got to carry him around the whole time. Like someone really important though, like the Admiral from the last episode, like just oh, Admiral the, Ross. Yeah, he like ODs on like, mm-hmm. you know. He has hey, an aneurysm. Yeah, and they just carry him around. Is he the okay? The Admiral was going to perform the service, but he had an aneurysm. Jake, Quark, what are we going to do? Admiral Ross is fine. The theory is he didn't OD great. on Vicodin and Canar. It's just Julian, <laughs> Julian and O'Brien are holding him up. <laughs> yeah. That'd be awesome. You know, those are the two that would do it. Yeah. yeah. If it's yeah. not Jake, because Jake and Nog couldn't do it because of the height yeah. differential. Or maybe Jake's the best man. He, he's got to be uh, the best be, manning it up. Maybe it's like they go like, like O'Brien and julian agree to let them in the alamo and they do the alamo but they forget to turn off the safety and then admiral mm. ross gets shot and dies and like fuck what are we gonna do <laughs> and the wedding's tomorrow <laughs> how are we gonna perform the ceremony he's dead i never yeah. studied that part of medicine about <laughs> taking bullets out I don't even know what voice that is. Let's get balls. It's it's a good one though. It's a good voice. Oh my god, poor Jake. That would be a great episode of DS. I I so want to see this episode where it's just an eighties party movie. Hey, give it like two the second season it'll show up on uh on fucking lower Lower decks. Yeah. Lower decks or Picard. This will happen. At least it would help uh the sunglasses that the lady wears in Picard make more sense if Admiral Ross started wearing sunglasses. I thought she was going for like a, a, a CSI Miami vibe. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> I guess you could say the Admiral's dead tired. <laughs> yeah. Please don't disturb Admiral Ross. He's dead tired. <laughs> But yeah, if it shows up on Lower Decks where like one of the main characters is incapacitated and being mm-hmm. carried around by the other ones, then we know what's up. I want Spuds McKenzie to show up just for <laughs> no other reason. <laughs> now that's, that? that's a really, but that's what I'm saying. Like that's such a good reference that like, wow, you're really, that's Spuds McKenzie. Yeah. I even remember some of the words of the song. He's a super party animal, and his name is Spuds McKenzie. Spuds McKenzie. I don't know why I remember that, but it's just in my head. It's a staple of our childhood. Yeah, a it's real, how they're trying to get us to drink. I mean, obviously, like, we're yeah. gonna remember it. A real that and the Bud Bowl and a cold Bud Light. Bud Bowl was the jam. Son. It was awesome. Yeah, go Spud, go, <laughs> go Spud, go. But my mom was telling me about some medical procedure she's having. My wife was like, how did that appointment go? I was like, I don't remember, but I remember the Spuds McKenzie song. <laughs> like that's, <laughs> that's yeah, yeah, I totally get that. I'm a bad that's son. My brain works. Yeah. I'm a bad son, but I'm a great consumer. So <laughs> I guess that's all that matters in yeah. this day and age. Who did you spend more time with, television or your mom? Ooh, uh, that's, a tough, that's a tough one. <laughs> Because I know the answer to that for me. <laughs> well, well, I mean, we've just spent the last nine years doing a, a podcast about TV shows. So when this, sh- I mean, God, where we talk about Star Trek and then a bunch of other TV shows. A bunch of other shit. <laughs> 14 hours a day was my record. Wow. I, Damn, in the summertime, son. I would do 14 hours a day. I, I, could, I could walk through a room 
at somebody's house and depending on what was on network television, I could tell you to within the quarter hour what time it was. That's awesome. Because just because of the pacing of the television show. Right, Rain Man. Yeah. <laughs> definitely definitely time for Wapner. That's awesome. He just went call hardcore on that dude. Oh man, that was ruthless Jimmy. Don't drop any toothpicks. All right, we'll get through this show one way or the other. Let's so, go to Vegas, Ben. Yeah. We're gonna win. <laughs> cards. I don't so, know if you ever saw the bills uh, for that online poker thing, but yeah. No, so, no. So, yeah. so now we're back on the runabout, and we have they have each other. Uh, they're just bickering back and forth um, because Esri Dax is a terrible psychiatrist. Like she's a terrible therapist. Well, I think part of it is the fact that it's so personal, though. I mean, this is she's dealing with her husband, but he's not. Yes, but at the same time, too, like she can't stop herself. She's like, fine, let's just not talk. Yeah. Two seconds later, I'm saying something. Yeah. But that's 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 a relationship argument. (laughs) But I think it's pretty clear. Fine, you win. I won't say anything else. Starfleet Medical does not train does not train people very but well. But I just think it's funny that like when <laughs> you said <laughs> That's it. Fine, let's not talk about it. But I don't know why we can't talk about it because men are so dumb and they don't want to share their feelings. But Ben left. He's gone. <laughs> and he moved surprisingly. He's not the bottom square. I don't yeah. <laughs> it's next to Shadow Stevens. Oh gosh. But we yes, need, we need nine people on this show. That would be a lot. But I just I want to be center square. And that's a lot of joke writing. Like, but who knows where when you people do, come to you? You know, we'd have to have people log in and out until I showed up in the center. And but everybody sees writing. everybody differently on their own. It only matters for Bob. Yes, it only matters. His, his, yeah. his is the one that's making the video. Yes. I just want to spend a half hour doing Paul in voice. Somebody was trying to tell somebody about Hollywood Squares and they were trying to describe it and they kept talking about Whoopi Goldberg was the center square. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that was completely alien to me because I'm like, no, Paul Lind was the center square. Joan Rivers was the center square for me. Wow. Yeah. I don't remember who was the center square. It was Joan Rivers. Mm-hmm. I remember both uh, her and Whoopi Goldberg because um, Tom Bergeron was hosting when Whoopi was the center square, I think. John Davidson was hosting when um uh joan rivers was and then jim j bullock was up one i think yeah 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 and then shadow stevens was right underneath um uh whoopi goldberg and they was put wasn't out. he the center square at some point jim j bullock i no, oh. sent no shadow stevens no he was always right underneath center square oh, okay yeah oh Star Trek Bruce Valanche was in one of the corners, top corners, right? Yeah, but that's when Whoopi was on, mm-hmm. when Bruce Valanche yeah. was on. He probably just, I think he was right next to her because he was just handing her jokes. So back when Peter Marshall was still the host. Okay. Um, so the Paul Lind era. But so I, I, and I just came across, I can't remember where it was. And this is the Star Trek connection though, is that there was for a time a Saturday morning cartoon, ver- not cartoon, but Saturday morning version of Hollywood Squares that was like age appropriate for kids or whatever. That's awesome. And you'd have like Roddy McDowell was dressed up like makeup and all as Pinocchio. Oh, that's cool. But the connection comes in that um, 
one of the guests this week was <laughs> William Shatner. Really? And it was that I don't got a job and I'll take what pays era. So he's got the, the Kirk uniform and it's like a cheesy, not official Star Trek uniform, but yeah, it's yeah, made yeah. to be, and he's got the phaser and he's all in. That's awesome. It was awesome. And then about three minutes into it, you wanted to cry because you're like, man, you really needed a check. Now he's you doing, could tell he was. I saw him on MeTV doing commercials for his, um, his breathing machine a cleaning system for the breathing machine yeah with his like big fat head and like his weird his head of, is getting very big his head is fucking <laughs> huge like he's got this big fat head and this really flat nose like he's got a like a boxer's <laughs> nose and he's like oh i gotta clean my copd off right eye. <laughs> like oh my god what are you trying oh to you look like shit well yes. he's almost 90 yeah i know I, i'm not hating on him he is almost 90 Okay, so it says uh, for the 86 through 89 version, um, they had a rotating center square for the first season. Then Joan Rivers joined the series as the permanent center square. Jim J. Bullock was the third regular panelist, usually on the upper left square. So there you go. That's for the, the 80s kids. And then I remember- the, he, Jim J. Bullock, he was in uh, GoldenEye, right? Was he the, I remember Jim J. the Bullock CIA guy? From the TV show, um, uh, oh, no, never Ted mind. Knight. Right? Yeah. Too yeah. close for comfort. Too close for comfort. Yes. That's all I remember him doing and Hollywood Squares. Well, he and I, I, I after uh, Too Close for Comfort, I saw, who am I thinking? I saw him on a lot of uh, like little bit parts. Oh, he was on there. Alf. Was he? Uh, who was also on Hollywood Squares. I remember Alf being on Hollywood Squares. I used to think the set was so cool, like just the way they'd stack. I thought it was like, that's so neat. They stack it up like that. It's awesome. So right after, I, right after I graduated from college, my, uh, my best friend from college got married, and uh, we went to uh, Fairfax, Virginia for the wedding. Mm -hmm. And his preacher from his church back home was his, uh, the, the uh, what do you call it, the, per the officiant for the wedding. The guy looked and sounded exactly like the father from Alf. And I couldn't get it out of my That's head the whole awesome. time. Oh my God. <laughs> that guy's a weirdo, isn't he? He's a real weirdo. He was, yeah. yeah. Uh, the guy from, the, the dad from Alf, when, what, what was the senator that ran for vice president? Um, with, was it with Al Gore? Joe uh, Lieberman? Joe Lieberman. Uh, Joe, yeah. Joe Lieberman and the dad from Alf. That was the ticket in 2000 was Gore and Lieberman? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. How could they lose? <laughs> well, you, what you do is you stack the Supreme Court. You have uh, state's attorneys general uh, lie. And uh, it's really easy to wriggle an election. Just ask the Russians. Wow. I forgot that Lieberman was the VP. What a That's terrible before, VP. But that was, that was, that That's was, before he that became a Republican. <laughs> yeah, but at least, like, like okay, Biden has his issues. We can all agree on that. Mm -hmm. uh, he's going to clearly be a one-term president. As most vice presidents are. And then Kamala Harris can just kind of go from there because she's young and kind of dynamic and kind of take over, right? Like, that's what I'm thinking. Yes? Well, like, I, 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 as You're so long, optimistic. As I mean, long I'm just saying. That live stays on their casting, stays on point with that, sure. You know? She, she's like America's fun aunt. Color yeah. in your font. She's she she'd be wearing uh, Chuck Taylors. 
you know, I have, you know, I'm just a few dollars away from uh, like pushing a button and uh, having a, a phone call with her. So that's awesome. You can't just say something like that. What does that mean? Well, you, don't, you just donate to the campaign. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a campaign donor. I donate to the uh, Democratic Party and the Biden election camp uh, fund. Yeah. And when you hit a certain threshold, you start getting special yeah. emails. I get fucking, how many text messages a day do you get from Joe Biden? I get like hey, 13 I, I know, a day. I, what you, the fuck? We, we want to say thank you for your last <laughs> contribution, but do you think you could give us $20 more by the end? Here, hang on. Just today, I've gotten, I got two text messages today. I got two yesterday. On Tuesday, I got two. I get like, yeah, and I gave him 20 bucks. <laughs> really? oh, well, see, I, I've given a little bit more than that. So today, let's see. Um, I've got one thread that's asking for, hey, you know, September's an important month for us. Could you chip in a little bit extra? Mm-hmm. And then um, I have the other thread that's, uh, hey, we want you to be part of this uh, focus group. Um, just click here. And then I've got the other, th- hey, we didn't get your response about the focus group uh, yesterday. Did, did that text come through? Just wanted to make sure you were available. Uh, leave me alone, robot. My, my favorite one is the, hey, Kamala here. <laughs> no, I've, yeah. I've gotten the, I've gotten, hey, Ben, it's Joe. Yeah, I've gotten that one too. And I actually text back because hey, I want Hey, Joe. I can't get. What you doing with that gun in your hand? My, my <laughs> local um, DNC headquarters here in Cincinnati doesn't have Biden signs, which I, I'm taking as a good sign. Not a yeah. bad sign, but a good sign that they can't keep them because so many people want them. So I texted back the robot like, hey, what do I got to do to get a sign? I never heard anything. Oh, they're, they're t- he's like, hey. Uh, That's you not compute. <laughs> you didn't uh, click that you wanted to pick up Yet. your uh, stickers. Yet. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't text Trump. What you talking about? They're all being controlled. That's right, com- That's right comrade. Well, you know, Bob, um, I hate to bring it up at, at this late stage, but you know that the GOP and the DNC are both rigged. <gasps> And if we oh, really, rig, if, dude. if we really want to have change in America, we should look at Yo Jurgensen. <laughs> Yo Jurgensen, the third party candidate for America. See, this is that's the fine. Argument, the argument that I had, and and so I said, hey, um, I think an option instead of aiming for the White House, who who's other than her? Who are the you know other? Who's the state politicians? Who who are the legislators? Who who are all the low? You know, because yeah. the other parties, yeah, they control all these local offices. So where's the? But liberty? Ben, the two-party system's controlling America. We need to break out of it. And you can if you start at start the- low. You got to start at the bottom and work your way up. Right. And they're like, well, we think that the platform. And Jan, I think you know who I'm talking about. But the platform uh, <laughs> is is more it, you know, for the federal level. It, it wouldn't, you know. It's no, be the pre- and so I said, you know what, uh, Alan? That sounds a lot like uh, <laughs> just not naming name. names. Just a, just it's just a random name, yeah. Alan. That sounds a lot like. You know, the college kid no, getting no. out of school saying, yeah, I'm, you know, I need a job, but I'm holding out for a management position. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> take what you can get. Build yes. up. That's the thing. That's, that's what I was – because somebody in the some dumb Facebook post posted, like, well, what about whatever? And I was like, dude, get a fucking 
mayor. Get a get a city council. No, like, you guys don't understand. Build from your, there. Your ideas are completely unassailable if you never have to put them into practice. So just go out there and, <laughs> and say how great all your ideas are, right. knowing that you'll never get a chance. They would never be able to get them. any any of that shit done. Of course never. it sounds great. Yeah. It's just so yeah. much fun though. I, I had somebody tell me the pl- Hey, I'm the best fucking dancer in the entire world. You can't make me prove it. Well, let's <laughs> let's, but essentially, that's what our president does every day. But I will only dance on but the, I need- uh, that uh, ABC dancing show. 30 Dancing with May. the Stars. I'll hey, only Bob. dance on the Super yeah. Bowl halftime show. Bob, yeah. I, I knew it. he was a bad dancer last year, <laughs> but I've, I've been holding onto the tapes until my book comes out. <laughs> Well, then you should have told everybody that he was a bad dancer. No, no, no. Because that's all your fault. It's all goddamn Bob Woodward. Fucking Bob Woodward. So, yeah. Was he ever done for America? Well, he got rid of Nixon. <laughs> what an asshole. Like, why would you sit down and have 18 interviews with Bob Woodward, you dumb shit? Like, because why, he would you let him rec- smarter. why would you let him record? Yeah. Why would you let him record the fucking Did interview? You not- because. He thinks he's better than literally everyone. Did you not That's see why. The, the HBO? There's nothing uh, wrong. Interview? I mean. Yeah, I saw, but it doesn't even matter. That's the worst part. Like, it doesn't even matter. Nope. His supporters just don't give a fuck because they just want to own fucking libtards. Look, I, I liked Star Trek better when it wasn't so political. <laughs> you know, before all the social justice warriors tried to put all this diversity in our faces and tried to, 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 to fuck up Star Trek. Isn't diversity in an old, old wooden ship? <laughs> Why can't they just make a movie about whales? Because <laughs> there was no over, uh, you know, overlaid political message there. Just, just no, whales. Just they whales. just like whales. It's just whales, man. Space yeah. whales. Guess they're dicks. Talking about you know Russia and shit. There's never a problem in Russia with with Star Trek. No, just nuclear vessels. <laughs> and, and don't be bringing up no wars and shit, and, no, and have any kind vessels. of have any kind of uh, little shadow puppet stories about uh, wars and. and to, I mean, and say got twos. Say what? Say what you want about it. My favorite part of Star Trek Voyage Home. Is what he's talking to the fucking mouse. <laughs> it's, it's Hello, a, computer. Hello, computer. <laughs> I saw a documentary on uh, transparent aluminum, like the, the real stuff that we have now. Mm-hmm. And they, without fail, every time they talked about it, they have to start the the uh, the documentary with that scene from Star Trek. Hello, computer. <laughs> yeah, it was that whole. And it, they're just like first theorized, and you're like, wait, they got the idea from Star Trek. <laughs> They got lots of ideas from Star Trek. And we so got the it, idea true. that Esri and Worf, uh, they eventually fuck. Yeah. Yes. I mean, you knew there they were going to. Yeah. Once like they started she, fighting, it's like, oh, yeah. blotting the blood, and, and he was, yeah. there's that close in the face, and there's like, uh, 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 uh. No, 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 I'll do it myself. I don't, how, there's no way she could handle that. That's the first thing I said to Stephanie. Like, I, she can't handle Klingon lovemaking. She's like this little petite elf girl. Worf is going to fuck her up. Surprising things come in small packages, though. Like, I think Jesus. she could take it. Mm-hmm. She takes the whole fist, that's what I hear. Deep cervix. I love that Dennis is laughing like a schoolgirl at that joke. <laughs> like, that's my favorite thing ever. <laughs> it was a good joke. It was. <laughs> you know, I, I don't want to point out the obvious, but. Uh... He's still laughing about it. <laughs> 
It's very good. <laughs> if you, the scene after it was over, she looked a lot less beat up than Jed Zia did. I don't know, man. So, I, that was that he was I, tired and weak. He hadn't yeah, eaten for six nah, days. That nah, took he, 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 he ate, he ate after that, Jack. He was eating. He he had that wet that 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 wet ass trill. But that worm um, worm ass pussy. <laughs> he got that worm ass pussy. <laughs> yes, I got her back. Ooh. All right, make the meme. Make the meme. <laughs> Wap. Worm ass pussy. There it is. I mean, we might as well just go for it. Make some shit. <laughs> Worm ass pussy. Good with my life. Oh, this is wonderful. And we were and the cool part is all these jokes are on subject. Like we're staying on <laughs> on point here. Absolutely. Mm. Just ignore all that Hollywood Square stuff we did a few yeah. minutes ago. No, that was good. That was good. That That's was how good. we get through this joke. Yes. <laughs> Worm ass pussy. Long way. <laughs> God, that was good. Wow. Dang. But yeah, so they fuck. Um, and then they get shot by the breed. And that's kind of it. That's the last you see of them. Like they get captured by the breed and then that's yeah. the end of their- They wake up on the ship and- yeah. Yeah. Worf is like, I didn't mean to bite you. And she's like, no, it was cool. And then that's it. And that we don't he see goes, him uh, He goes episode. hedonism by. Yeah. He's like, I regret nothing. <laughs> I'll bite shit at you. But they, they ah. bang. And that was nice, I guess. I don't know. It was bound to happen. They just needed to get it out of their system. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and they go. did. But uh, They did. Yeah. And, and then back. Back on Happy Station 9. Well, no, because then we see um, then we see Damar again, and that's when Ducat shows up, um, and he asks for a doctor to make him look Bajoran for some reason. This is fetish. Yeah. And then Ducat looks all Bajoran and kind of weird, like an old hippie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a weird oh, old. Your surgeon does vibe. amazing work. Yeah, he made me look like I have been beaten in the camps for months. Yeah, I could, I could see him flying around in a space VW bus. Yeah, like giving like LSD to chicks and then like yeah. trying to take advantage of them. Yeah, totally. He's right. got uh, Jenny He's... from from Forrest Gump. Yeah, riding across oh, the space with, with him. He's already a proven cult leader. Like, we know that. Like, we know he's a cult leader. So, yeah, he's totally Space Charles Manson. Yeah. Because definitely the way to get me is to drive by in a VW bus and offer me free LSD. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Hey, you want some stickers? I think that would kind of work for anybody, though, at this point. (laughs) Just just for the companionship. Like, I I don't have to be at my house. That sounds awesome. Wait, did you wash your hands? (laughs) Yeah. The chance to die and leave this nightmare of a life that's out of your hands? (laughs) Sure. (laughs) I'll lick what you tell me, lick. You're gonna, you're <laughs> gonna kill me, right? Okay, go, let's go. Right. <laughs> I am so disappointed. I have gotten into three unmarked panel vans, and I'm still alive. And they all actually had candy. <laughs> what kind of bullshit is? One of them took me down to a support center and was like, "Hey, here's the help you might need." No, fuck that. And then after that, um, we're back on the station. And Sarah Cisco visits Ben and be like, hey, man, you got to walk this path alone. And I can do what I want. I am 
You're not the boss of me. I'm your mother, do as I say. Fuck you. I won't. Cisco will comply. Cisco will comply. It it is a little weird in Star Trek to have this kind of like, you know, uh, like Messiah type storyline for one of the characters. But it's kind of cool. It's completely different. Yeah. I mean, compared to what the Picard episode, because Stephanie was watching. Some channel, I don't know what it was on, but it was the Picard episode where Picard talks that planet out of him being a god. Yeah, talking. yeah, yeah. Man talking. Yeah, but now we have Cisco, who's just like, yeah, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the guy. I just I'm shared the, a link mm-hmm. to that episode the other day. I'm the dude. That's me. Yeah, I'm the emissary. Well, I mean, it's I'm like the dude, okay, these guys are their prophets. They accept that we think they're aliens and they think they're prophets. Yeah. One of them is my mother. And I'm the emissary. Yeah. It is pretty cool when all the Bajorans are like, oh, this is going to be a banging wedding. Yeah. I know you can only They, have they just wanted a small wedding. Yeah. And it's like. That was yeah. cute. I mean, you kind of knew that was going to happen, but it was neat. I don't know, man. Like this episode, I, I feel Do like. They have to hang the sheet out on the wedding night and everything. Oh, <laughs> like... yeah. <laughs> Jesus. I feel like nothing happened, but everything did, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's, it you can definitely tell they're setting us up packed episode and it moved so quickly and swiftly like by the time it was over i was like it's over like that's it it yeah. doesn't seem like a lot happened in the episode but a lot actually did happen because we didn't even talk about the female changeling like giving way you in the sample right. and telling yeah. her him hey kill all those uh those vorta scientists and let's see what their clones can do with it a new like a perspective fire. that's wonderful and Wayne's like, sure, I'm cool with that. Yeah. I mean, they're just clones. Who cares? They got no fleet. They got no feelings. Well, I mean, that was the thing. Like early in the episode, though, when they were talking about, you know, why did the Defiant spend so much time looking for survivors? That's crazy. Doesn't make any sense. They'd be here. Demar's like, oh well, you know, they <laughs> care about people, and you know, as he takes a shot of Canar, he's like, well, they just don't have factories making soldiers, dick bag, and. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the first time you, you can actually see like remorse and he's like well we got to win this thing because we're out here all by ourselves with you boneheads so it's like yeah. wow man like dinar is kind of there's definitely like a real a, a break coming you can see it happening yeah you know well and like he says like every cardassian family has lost somebody in the war so far and surprisingly this way doesn't give a fuck like whatever number this one is he's like i don't give a shit about you i think this is seven right yeah seven is seven is seven seven is ruthless you don't give a fuck six gets the job done six was kind of a softy where he was like you know uh it's not cool i don't know seven is like fuck you and your bullshit well, I don't care if every member of your dumb planet dies, Jack. And if you don't believe the founders are gods, then I'm going to fuck you up. And you're like, damn. Your faith isn't required, only yeah. your obedience. <laughs> damn, that's hardcore, yes. right? Uh, that yes. was, but to be fair, I said the same thing to my kids when they were little. <laughs> <laughs> How'd that work out for you? His mic went off, so it's not a good sign. So, 
Um, it's kind of, I feel weird rating this episode, but I mean, we have to, um, because I feel like nothing happened yet. Everything did. It set up a lot. Yeah, it really did. Mm-hmm. So Ben, you go first. I'm going to say seven because it was a good foundation. Obviously there's no payoff. Obviously I know what the payoff is, but I'm trying to temper like I used to say early on, where it's just like, yeah, I want to save my higher scores. This is a, a, a very strong seven. Yeah. It's gonna, and, yeah. And it's, it's laying the foundation for some eights and nines. Whoa. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Jenny, what about you? I definitely agree. It's a seven. Okay. Because it's, uh, you know, like I watched it and I felt like only like a half an hour had passed. Like I was ready for like another 15 minutes of show. Yeah, me too. And whenever they leave me like wanting more at the end of the episode, that's a good sign. Like I wanted to just keep watching. <laughs> oh, totally. And I'm excited because all of the threads they put out there all interest me. Like, yes. I, I'm interested in everything. Happening. Right. It's not like, There's yeah. no filler stuff in yeah. this. Well, I mean, this is almost like how we always talked about, you know, on the bad episodes where they'll talk about something. It's like, oh, well, they're, we're taking these ambassadors to the conference, but there's trouble on the neutral zone. And we were always like, well, I'd like to see that. I'd like to yeah. see the trouble. Well, this, <laughs> this is like all the things that they could talk about. It's like, oh, I hear Jake's planning a bachelor party. Yeah, it's in this episode. He's planning, you know, it's just like all these little things. Well, and also the uh, the brain, like the brain, I feel like got mentioned so much on TNG and never showed up. And they've only showed up once, I think, in DS9 so far, the one where they're on the, the prisoners of war mm-hmm. and that one brain is there with them. That's right. So it's kind of cool to see. Well, I guess, no, they were on that one uh, where uh, they rescued Ducat's daughter. I think the brain were there too. I thought that was the prison one. Like she was in a prisoner of war camp. Yeah, but uh, the one I'm talking about is where Worf had to fight a Jem'Hadar every yeah, day. Yeah, no, that's where. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's there where was a Bring guy in that one too. Fine heart, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it'd be pretty cool if the Bring like actually do something in the and next now, episode. Well, you always... also in the episode where they went to Java's palace. And yes. one of the Breen bounty yeah. hunters had yes. the thermal detonator. A thermal detonator. They always the Breen are one of the most I feel underutilized. Uh, uh, I guess alien races in Star Trek because they are pretty cool. You just never see them. They don't do. They're shit. isolationists. Yeah. So. yeah, but I guess it makes sense. But so are the Romulans. But they pop up every now and then. You know, I don't know. I, I like the idea of the Breen. Then I guess is what I'm saying. We'll hear more about them because they want things to be so cold. That's why they wear those suits, refrigerator suits. Yeah, I, maybe. I heard that they don't even have to be in the cold. They just do it so they're uncomfortable. Yeah. I mean, that's how it is. But yeah, I'm going to give this episode a seven and a half. Dennis, what do you say, buddy? Um, I say like a 6.5. Okay. You're wrong, but sure. <laughs> it's giving it room to grow. Exactly. Right. You're a grower, not a shower. Is that what you're That's saying, That's right, Dennis? baby. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't it be both? That's true. Why can't it be both? So that's the episode. Um, unfortunately, there's what, nine left now? Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Can't believe it. It's almost over. You know, I've I've been. It's watching... been four years. We've been recording know, Deep Space but... Nine for four years. And there's eight left. There's eight. Oh well, the last one is two two parts. So yeah. So nine. Yeah. You scared me. Sorry. Too late at night, and I've had too much to drink. Oh, 
I've been watching. I just can't uh, count. I've been watching some <laughs> uh, some uh, Voyager episodes. Why? And it, because there's some good Voyager. There are some good Voyager episodes. <laughs> I mean, you know, we always snicker and joke about it, but I, some of the ones I've been watching um, have been really good. Um, and it's not like me looking for it. It's like they show up on television, so I'm just like, yeah, I'll watch it. Yeah. I mean, boy, like, oh, okay. I've, I watch, I will talk about it when we get there. But yeah, Deep Space Nine is great, son. Yes. Great. Great, great, great. And I hope everyone enjoyed Star Trek Day. Um, some of the panels were pretty fun to watch. I mean, it was cool. It was a good time. Did you see the uh, Micah Burton interview with uh, the Voyager cast? Yeah, when LeVar showed up and they treated, him like, up. they treated him like royalty because he's cooler than their whole cast combined. Minus, um, I guess, um, the captain, Janway. I think anybody on TNG, though, is, is Trek royalty. Oh, to yeah, totally. other show. It's like, hey, you know what? Did you enjoy your seven-year run? Yeah? Yeah, you're welcome. It's true. And, so bitches. And Lavar is wonderful. Yeah, he's just a great person. And he's my—he's our best friend. Yes. <laughs> his, his daughter and I chat. Oh, that's nice. So, yeah, that's nice. Hmm. So, so there you go, everybody. Thank you for listening. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Hmm. Hmm. Because I, I can't tell if you're full of shit, no, and she, I don't she, feel like questioning you. <laughs> she plays D and D, and so I'm in some of the same groups, and she's more accessible than some of the TNG cast. Is that your way to to get in good with with Lavar? Yeah. Her dad's gonna warn her, watch out for this guy. He's real weird. No, see, he yeah. and I have had a lot of uh, tweet conversations back then. <laughs> oh, yeah. How He's your best we... pals. No, they're best pals. They won't let me in, so I'm getting in the other way. Bob That's had right. an extended conversation with him on the radio. Yes. That was when Twitter first started, and he, I had his phone number. He just DM'd me his phone number. LeVar Burton <laughs> slid into my DM. That was one of the most amazing things I've ever It heard. just happened. That was yeah. the cool part about it. Like, this was in the wild, wild west days of Twitter. Back the, when the Hulkster was the king of Twitter. Yeah, and then uh, he just said something. LeVar Burton said something, and we got at him. We're like, hey, you should come on our radio show. And he did. <laughs> like, and he did. And we talked like, 30 minutes later. Yeah, we talked to him like 30 minutes later. It was fucking insane. That's insane. It was, but that was 2009. Yeah. You know? I still say 2010 was like one of the best years on Twitter for me. <laughs> it just, it, no, just, I mean, it was, it was like a group text and not the flood mm -hmm. of crazy that it is now. It was just a big group text with your friends. Yeah. So, back when I had you have friends. You have us. Wah. <laughs> yeah. You have us. <clears throat> and you have Star Trek. Yeah. Star so, Trek I'm is your friend for from nine life. fucking years. No, You're yeah. welcome. Yeah. Now you have friends because of it. It's, it's You know? So suck it. Suck that worm. <laughs> is it tap Trek ass? Anyway. Um, <laughs> So thank you guys for listening. We'll be back next week with more uh, the, the wrapping up Deep Space Nine. Thank you. I don't understand. <laughs>